0: The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised.
1: Look, up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Their mission, to fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, and to serve all mankind. I can't get over this. So the only thing left to say, of course, is the one obvious thing. Excelsior!
2: Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. Brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for, and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly.
1: Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Do you have a hankering for horror knowledge? We have such sights to show you. Do you require raging retro reviews? <laughs> Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks?
2: Two out of three, baby.
1: The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network.
2: My mom says I'm cool.
1: Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found.
2: Hey, hey, happy Tuesday, everybody. You're watching Splash Pages, and that's, uh, you know what? I'm just going to go right into it because I had a brain fart. (laughs) Uh, My name's Leo. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard. And as always, Velvet Joker, how's it going, my friend? It's going very good. How is everyone doing tonight? Doing, right. doing great we also have the magnificent drew malo how's it going
1: oh the
3: show's starting yeah guys we're, we're doing batman earth one it's gonna be great yeah. <laughs> Keep it.
2: uh yes and to answer you drew yes they could hear us before i hit the button oh
3: i apologize for nothing
0: <laughs> oh you said batman we drink now right i hate yeah.
3: you no, no, no. What we said wait, wait, was No, no, no. It's not that's not tonight. What oh. we said was is that we were gonna we were thinking about renew we're reviewing one more day, but we were gonna drink during it. It was gonna be called one more drink.
0: Oh, right, right. I got confused. I mean if you want to drink
3: now, that's fine. It's it's a Tuesday. That no one will judge you. Yeah, yeah. It's after work. Yeah, it's after work. You know, fall is almost upon us. This means the spooky season is almost up. So
2: yeah. even better means pumpkin. Yeah. Okay you, know.
3: okay. you know what? I'm I'm going to be, I'm going to be the, the minority here in the regards of, I don't really care for the pumpkin products. Me, it's apple cider all the way.
2: Well, apple cider, so, yeah, apple cider, you good. know, what about apple cider donuts.
3: Well, yeah, Leo, I, I hate to tell you, I think I need to eat less okay you know for me it's just like when everyone's like oh my god it's pumpkin spice this pumpkin spice that pumpkin i was like okay like i get it but this is the part of the season they don't like is everything is pumpkin spice like why yeah but,
2: uh, you ever go to one of those old-fashioned like uh, apple cider mills
3: oh yeah all the time heck my grandfather actually had an old-fashioned cider press and one time i was actually able to to mash up the, the the apples we picked and to make apple cider and let me tell you that is that was a great day uh that was also some great cider um i mean i did drop it after i finished making it but you know no one's perfect um i was i was proud for 10 seconds um no but it's a great season coming up especially october is coming up in two weeks so that means all the scary movies all the costumes all of the creepiness is it's like the purge, but better.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, how? Uh, I'm assuming you're gonna go out as a uh, well, actually, you, you can go out as anything. What, what, I can go as like,
3: anything, you know, it's not just Ghostbusters. I know, chameleon, chameleon, I know. he's the chameleon. right, I'm a chameleon, chamameleon, fan of any. Um,
2: what the hell?
3: Um, so. Before we get into Batman, how are you guys doing? Doing okay. Aces.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Things, uh, you know, busy as usual, but, you know, things are good. That's good. I read
0: 19 yesterday. Oh, wow. Congrats. Yeah. They Um, they grew up up so fast, aren't they, Rich? I'm going to be Amazoning him some uh, cool uh, Marvel uh, compression shirt. Marvel and DC. Nice. He's that's guy. cool. Worked out. <laughs> anyway, that's so exciting. Everyone,
2: little part of my life. <laughs> well, if it's exciting Man, for you, I it's understand. exciting
0: for us. Yeah. Well, you saw the yeah. cool image and they were very cool.
2: <laughs> right. One yeah. with a devil, one with a demonic bear. Demonic Superman. Evil Superman or regular Superman?
0: Um, he just wanted the white shirt, which is the Superman symbol. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's the one he liked. And, uh, I was surprised he didn't pick Deadpool or Venom. That was very surprising. But, you
2: know, it is what it is. Is everything flooded with Venom merchandise since the movie's coming out?
1: Uh,
3: (laughs) yeah. yeah, how How do you guys feel about that? About what? About the new Venom movie.
0: Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah, based on the trailer, I I didn't hate the first one. I mean, I know if you're trying to compare it to comics and the whole <laughs> origin thing, of course, but I didn't hate it. It was fairly entertaining. Um, you know, if you took away that it as
3: a separate entity than the comic.
0: Oh,
3: I, uh, know, I mean, I was surprised at how much I actually enjoyed the first one. You know, like yeah. I. I you know, I was like, wow, this is actually, like, entertaining. Like, you know, the fanboy in me, you know, still cried foul. Uh, there's no Spider-Man. He can't be Venom. But, you know, they actually did a good job uh, with certain things. And the humor was actually funny. I mean, for me, the thing that I loved is my parents talking to me about Venom. Like, like I had no, they had no idea. Like, they're like, oh, my God, you should see Venom. And they're doing the voices and whatnot and i was just like this and i me and my sister i'm just looking at my sister i was like and they look like this thing that they're talking about i've known for years like you have just discovered venom i have lived with it i have seen it become a part of spider-man mythos like mother you bought me the first appearance i read it to shreds and i've regretted that every day but um the second one is good i'm just a little wary about um the humor because i don't want them to make venom too dumb if that makes sense you know but i feel like with woody harrelson is carnage and then also what i like is that you see other characters you know like we saw shriek who as we know is kind of like his psycho literal girlfriend um and a couple of other characters like okay so we're kind of maximum carnaging this a little kind of um but my my favorite was just venom is like he sees carnage is red and he's like oh no that is a red one
2: <laughs> i'm with you I, I i uh i enjoyed the first one i know it gets a lot of hate um but the second one i mean i love woody harrelson and uh you know just having him in the movie it, it gives it some uh some credence you know it's, uh... that coming out soon drew do we know
3: um i'm not really sure i know i feel like it does um i mean listen my timeline is so off i keep for like i had you had no idea that they were doing a why the last man series and then i just saw it on on hulu and i was like huh okay like yeah, i'll get to kept- that I mean, listen. I'm st- I'm so behind on everything. I-, I never even watched the Sweet Tooth series. I heard that was great. Um, I still have to watch Marvel What If. Yeah. Um, like I'm just like, I've been so busy this month that uh, to 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 nerd, uh, I save for October. I don't know how you
0: roll out. I mean, I read a lot of the articles that you post, mm-hmm. and, and I don't know how you keep churning that out.
3: E- energy drinks a lot of, na- lot of naps and then i i really don't actually i've i've never tried an energy drink in my life i i honestly when feel it like really? it's just yeah i never got around a monster or red bull or the most that i do is arnold palmer's yeah
1: you know when,
2: when, when i worked it i i lived off of energy drinks and uh but i also combined it with uh caffeine pills and it was not good
0: True. Is there a, um, a, a, num- a numbered quota that you
3: have to hit every week of articles? Um, they ask us to do about 10 to 15 a month. So I usually try to pump out like one, maybe two a day. Sometimes it really does depend on what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to do that. Plus my other job, plus my other job with Screen Rant. Plus spending time with Ange, spending time for myself, reading. That's some of that time. Um yeah, I usually don't go to bed till like midnight, so you know. Life, life is good. It's just busy. Yeah, so right. sleep to sleep is good. great. I I can't tell you how much I enjoy my 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 six to eight hours. Like boy, oh do I do I oh I do I love it, Rich. I love it so much. Just a few years ago. I
0: used to be able to pop at 5 in the morning, 4 in the morning, even even when I had the uh, bagel shop, uh, 2, 3 in the morning. But man, getting up before 7,
3: 7.30 right now is so difficult. <laughs> so difficult. Yeah, I mean, I've always been an early bird, but I, I just, I can't even. It's just, it's one of those, you know. But, you know, I I, I choose the subjects I like. I I do my best to get them out on time. Sometimes I I admit I'm a little bad with deadlines. So I try to get as much as I can out when I can get it out. And if it sits for a while before it goes up, it's fine. I mean, my editors are really understanding and very cool. So, you know, it's just uh, it's nice when I'm like, oh, my God, I I wrote 500 articles. I'm like, well, that's neat.
2: And so, some people are like, wow,
3: that's a big deal. And I'm like, I, I guess. I just write. See,
0: now you got a book right there.
2: Yeah. Oh, gosh. So so, so so, do they give you any tools for, like, research or? or... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They, we, we have websites. For any of those who want to try out for Screen Rant,
3: um, I can't speak for the other departments. but I can day for comics, you get great editors, all the resources that you can need for sites that you can use. To read and absorb information and and whatnot and yeah they let you you write it you put together the tldr because some people don't want to read they'll just picture 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 15 words or less done and uh
2: well I, i mean as of uh they're coming out with all these like ai tools for writing and stuff like that for like like, do they give you, you know, hey, uh, we want a Batman article and, you know, we're looking for, you know, not give you the exact topic, but say, hey, there, you know, there's uh cobble pot is, is like trending. So let's try to get cobblepot pot in there.
3: Well, I mean, they'll make suggestions about it. Like right now, we're really mining a lot of connections to Sam Raimi's stuff with the big change that they did recently in the comics of Norman Osborn slash the Green Goblin's origin. Um, I don't know if you guys read or heard about that, but yeah. I mean, Rich, you did, right? You heard about the yeah, deal. Normal, amazing. Um, mm-hmm. I think we brought that
0: with Chris, you weren't here. Mm-hmm. We talked about Chris a little bit. Leo easily gets confused because there's a lot of information in that. There oh, it is, yes. and yes. I, I actually um, drew. I was not caught up, but I quickly got caught up in that one
3: issue. Yeah. But yeah, so, um, spoiler, Leo, is that now, instead of just a mere lab accident gone horribly, horribly wrong, Norman Osborn made a deal with the devil. So, not only is Mephisto responsible for leading up to the events that created the Green Goblin, but now the Green Goblin is essentially made in the image of said such devil, which makes him essentially an agent of the devil, but puts a different spin on a lot of iconic Green Gobble moments. For example, and I'm sure Rich read this one: Sam Raimi's Spider Man, the scene where he interrupts her praying, and you knows you know they're coming in, ha, 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 and then finish it. You know, and she finishes the prayer. You know, normally that was a mocking, like your faith will not protect you from me. But now it's like, okay, bitch, you just got d- attacked by a demon.
2: Uh, speaking of Green Goblin, there was a picture posted today uh, that he is actually in the trailer. Uh, there's an explosion, and it's like you can see him in the background. Okay,
0: well, I mean, I mean, we see the pumpkin bomb,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, and also, did you hear uh, about Topher Grace? I
3: saw that. That was a beautiful troll move. <laughs> Have you there's heard it? it? Oh my god.
2: Okay, so uh, he he did a Reddit AMA, uh, and uh, somebody was asking because he played Venom in Spider-Man 3. Right. Uh, So uh, somebody asked, are you in the new Spider-Man movie? And uh, this is his response. Please keep it between us, but yes, I am in it. The plot starts with Peter Parker, Tom Holland, bummed that everybody knows his identity, and then some crazy shit happens with Doctor Strange, Doctor Octopus, Alfred Molina. Comes into his dimension, then Electro and a Green Goblin hop out of one of those energy circles, and they're like, it's spider-stomping time. The Tom Hardy and I pop out of the bottle, uh, battle each other, and I win, obviously. It's like not even a fight. I just kick his ass immediately. Not to give too much away, but there's also some actors from the original 70s Spider-Man show— aquaman and batman affleck not keaton crossover and thanks to disney hand solo's ghost from rise of skywalker and eve robot from Wally. again please keep this between us
3: nice yeah he's having fun
2: he is yeah
3: i mean honestly i mean he gets he just like a lot of other people in the movie get shit on and you just gotta admire that he he was able to kind of keep his career after that because there have been flops that some people never recover from, and it wasn't exactly a flop, but you know, compared to the first two, it was not well received. No, not at all. You know, well, I
2: th- I think you know that that dance really, really. Yeah, it's just... You know, what's the funny
3: thing is that I was talking about this because I was at a wedding this weekend, and um, I was talking about this with with one of my friends, and. I like how normally in superhero movies, everybody compares to what you shouldn't do is Spider-Man three. I think nerds, and I need to speak this to all of you out here who are watching all nine of you, probably more, but you know, we need to realize that the film that we hold comparison to should not be Spider-Man three. It should be mortal Kombat annihilation because that movie crammed way too many characters in two and a half something hours did nothing with a lot of them and then made their big main character a freaking kaiju okay that's my thoughts everybody that is the gold the gold or in this case shitty standard that we shouldn't try to reach where we just have a bunch of unnecessary characters that are just put in there for fan service that do absolutely bupkis. Thank you, and good night.
2: Do you put that above Street Fighter, the movie?
3: Yes. And I did say this because as much as people love that movie, I fell asleep in that movie, and I have absolutely no desire to watch it again. Because besides Raul Julia, I didn't care.
2: What was even funnier was uh, they came out with Street Fighter, the video game, the movie, a video game.
3: That's, That's a long it, yeah. title for That's an thing, NES. Right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh. I, yeah. I don't know what the actual title was, but they 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 made a video game off the movie that was based off of a video game.
0: What was that? Like Sega. Uh, I Probably. Think so.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Sega. <laughs> Rich, there was a lot of mistakes made back then. At least that we had to. How would we learn if we weren't willing to make mistakes? A, you know, can you believe Pong is now whatever video games we have that are current? Exciting. Hey, listen. I mean, I, I, People talk about getting annoyed at their game. I was like, listen, y'all don't know how tough it was playing Frogger on an Atari. Yeah, I was gonna say I could still play Ms. Pac-Man all day. That's like one of my favorites. Oh well, yeah, you know. But for me, it was Frogger. I was like, I, I remember waking up when I was a kid, and my dad still had one. I remember waking up. Extra early, get ready for school and everything, just so I could have eight minutes of frogger. Nice. Just just eight minutes of that bright, obnoxiously colored, simple game of a frog somehow going nowhere. Getting across the street, not getting squashed. You're not getting squashed. No, 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 no. It wasn't just that. Then you also have to get across the logs, yeah, the alligators. Ants, I don't really know what else. I only got past the third level because again, I was like six. You know, this was a big deal for me. This is before PlayStation revolutionized everything, remember? And
2: you had to get to the girl frog, too.
3: There you go. You know, I didn't even know I, there was a girl frog, so there you go. Yeah. Um, we've come a long way from that in Galaga. Oh, yeah. How you about know? asteroids? I love and asteroids. Donkey Kong.
2: Donkey Kong,
3: yeah. I remember playing that on my Game Boy Color, and I was like, I was like, man, Mario for a big guy is very flexible. You know, he's a plumber, but he's doing all these backflips and shit, you know?
2: Uh, Facebook user says, weird fact, there was never a Batman game for the Atari 2600, but there was a Spider Man game. I think there was a Superman game too. Superman had one as well, yeah. Yeah, Superman. There you go.
3: It was funny. I was talking to a friend of mine and we were getting in a debate about the best Spider Man theme. And I was like, it's a tie between Spectacular and the, the Spider-Man animated series in terms about- of just pure iconic. No, no, no. Don't mean you, you got to give the original, you know, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, you know. But yeah, what, uh, about,
2: what about uh, Spider-Man and his amazing friends? That's
3: yeah, fine, too. Okay. But I'm just saying in terms of, like, don't get me wrong. You got to give credit to where credit's due. But those, to me, that and Spectacular were two of the catchiest. Yeah. Cause I just remember it wasn't like, like the Aerosmith guitarist did like the guitar for the Spider-Man animated series. So you I mean, had that, that like, that was my favorite one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you have that. There, like... and, you just... and I'm like, what, what is that? You know, but then I don't know for me. I mean, don't remember that's the most iconic, but spectacular Spider-Man was the catchiest. And that show was great, and I don't understand why we had to cancel that. But I'm bitter because I'm old. So fine, is that right, Rich? You just oh, yeah.
0: homage to Spider Man. Spider Man does whatever Spider can every day.
2: All yeah. right, uh, Facebook user says this is Chris. By the way, it won't show my name. It's weird. Yeah, I think you. Uh, he also says it's on Disney Plus. Everything's on Disney Plus. Uh, Chris, I think you need to actually uh, like stream yard in order for them to link up i think
0: but we're not we're not Drew, do you have um access to hbo Max? yeah why they did a really cool thing for batman day and you can still access it all month if you go down <clears throat> in the lower left corner something called hubs you just go right into dc it's really expansive okay. I'm really impressed with the thoroughness of it I, I pointed it out to leo i don't know how much he got to check it out
3: well, there was um, there's a documentary, a Ghostbusters doc- documentary called "Cleaning Out the Town" that's supposed mm-hmm. to be coming into theaters soon. That is, um, that's in my mind a little bit, a little bit probably might be a little bit more comprehensive than um, the original Ghostbusters documentary. Um, there was Ecto Heads or some Ghost Heads, um, which was fine but I'm not going to air my grievances here because I don't know who's listening. Um. Yeah, but I'll check that out. Thank
2: you. Thank you, Rich. Yeah. And speaking of Batman. Yeah. Uh, just real quick. This is uh what Rich was talking about. The, God uh,
3: damn. The Batman look, collection. Look at that beauty.
2: And they added a Batman, the audio adventures.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I saw that too. I haven't got to check that out yet
2: got all those beautiful, beautiful things.
0: And I, I, I don't know. I, n- I never also checked out that last animated thing that he did in the classic '66 style that was still voiced by Adam West right before he passed. Oh yeah, yeah.
3: the I one see. where, where is that the one where Shatner voiced Two Face? Right. Do not like know. That. Yeah.
2: At times. Yeah. Well, uh, yes. Yeah, so speaking of, let me, pull up right here. yeah. Uh, so I'm going to channel my inner Sophia, uh, and actually uh, Facebook user says it got canceled because of Disney and, uh, cleaning up the town is on streaming because, uh, been out since last year. And, uh, so tonight we're going to be talking about Batman earth one, uh, volumes one, two, and three volume one came out in 2012 So, uh, channeling my inner Sophia picture at Sicily 2012. And, uh, in 2012, we saw the economy (laughs) return, uh, but unfortunately, also Hurricane Sandy and Sandy Hook. Uh, Yeah. We paid a ticket price. Actually, I did not write that down. I'm sorry. I don't know the ticket price, but figure it was expensive 12 bucks. Yeah. Uh, if you're a kid in 2012, I'm sorry. Saturday morning cartoons were phased out in 2011. Uh, and, uh, I didn't know they lasted that long, but you did get Adventure Time, Regular Show, Penguins of Madagascar, and Kung Fu Panda, Legends of Awesomeness. hmm that, that
0: was fun. Yeah, it was. Good. There,
2: there, there was.
0: were good times. Uh,
2: Gas cost a whopping $3.64 a gallon. The top selling comics of 2012 was Walking Dead number one hundred. Uncanny X uh, Uncanny Avengers number one mm-hmm. Avengers versus X-Men number one
4: mm-hmm.
2: amazing Spider-Man seven eleven, and mm-hmm. all new X-Men number one and actually that's Spider-Man 700 sorry I mistyped.
3: I own almost all of
2: those really mm-hmm. of course you do of course mm-hmm. I do uh, it was a heavy Marvel year because top movie Avengers uh, also, Dark Knight Rises, The Hunger Games, Skyfall, and Twilight Saga: Breaking Dawn Part Two. For the yeah, future.
3: better, um, yeah, better, better, less said than than better.
2: Yeah,
0: May, May of 2011, Avengers. By the way,
2: really, May of 2011. Then why did it show up for 2012?
3: All I know is that. There was a time when you could spend an entire day and just watch all Marvel movies, and it was great. Now it's two days. Oh, I did that thing where you, we watched all the Marvel movies in a row, and yep. then ended with Avengers, and it was a great day. But I will never eat popcorn again. <laughs> I had so
2: did you much. You do that in the theater? Mm-hmm. What's
3: that? Yeah, I, I, I we watched all of the. Oh yeah. I caught some Z's during uh, Iron Man 2. Oh, it was 2012. All right. My bad. My mistake.
0: Please oh, hear Facebook user uh, corrected me. He said it was 2012. So right. I am corrected. You are corrected.
2: Well, I, I feel redeemed. I got a little nervous there. I'm like, did I look up the wrong year? Uh, mm-hmm. Top TV for 2012. Uh, you know, it, it's a lot of uh, variation. Uh, NCIS. Sunday Night Football, Big Bang Theory, NCIS Los Angeles, and Person of Interest. And uh, the best selling games of 2012 Call of Duty, Black Ops number two, Madden NFL 13, Halo four, Assassin's Creed number three, and Just Dance four. Uh A lot of originality there.
3: Can you believe that that was almost 10 years ago? Yeah. I, I'm kind of, like, dealing with that. I'm like, really? Time flies. I guess so. But goddamn, my dude.
1: But
0: it is what it is. The you get, the faster it comes, Drew. Can you not?
3: Okay, don't do that.
4: <laughs>
3: don't <laughs> remind me of what I, I... You know what? It's so much funnier when I resist. All right, so... Batman Earth 1. I will say this, that this was my suggestion... And I'm very glad that um, I discovered this by random because a friend of mine recommended it to me. I was like, you should really read this. Like, you love Elseworlds. It's right, probably. It's just a new thing. And I was like, okay. And I never heard of the Earth One stuff because by this time out, Superman Earth One was already a thing. And that was with JMS and Shane Davis, which I do have read and actually did enjoy. Um, yeah, and I read this. And I was like, wow, this is, really interesting like this is taking the batman story and making some interesting changes to it but still keeping it batman um i don't know why he zoomed in on me leo don't 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 do that
2: you were given
3: i'm just kidding he's all good but
2: giving you your limelight
3: (laughs) i'm not the handsome one here we already said rich is that the good hair you've got the tech and i've got the humor with all things considered, we're an award-winning show. We are. Yeah, we are. Fairly. So, you
1: know. Has anyone an award yet? What happened?
2: Uh, not yet. I'll uh, I'll message Justin to find out what's up. I'm not stressed. About it. I'm just curious. Yeah. yeah.
3: But I'm very excited, and I'm very also excited. that We all read all three volumes, so thank you, Leo. I hadn't read the third one, so that is the first thing I did. When I found it, I was like, oh, I'm going to read some comics today. Shh. But, yeah, wow. I very much enjoyed this. Um, and I'm really glad we're going to get to uh, describe all this. Everyone, go out and buy this book. All comic stores have it. And, yes, Barnes & Noble, I mean that, too.
2: So, all right. So, why so don't you uh, give, us, give us a synopsis of sure. uh, Batman Earth 1, Volume 1.
3: Mm-hmm. And just because I like showing off Little little thing here And if you see this Wait wait That's autographed by the artist Gary Frank Who I had to meet at Comic Con A couple of years ago Really nice guy He signed both my volumes Wonderful Alright so Batman Earth One Imagine Batman is not a hero He is just a man Fallible Vulnerable And angry In a Gotham city where friend and foe are indistinguishable, Mm -hmm. Bruce Wayne's path toward becoming the Dark Knight is riddled with more obstacles than ever before. Focused on punishing his parents' true killers and the corrupt police that allowed them to go free, Bruce Wayne's thirst for vengeance fuels his mad crusade, and no one, not even Alfred, can stop him. In the tradition of the number one New York best-selling Superman Earth One, Writer Jeff Johns and artist Gary Frank reimagine a new mythology for the Dark Knight, where the familiar is no longer the expected, in this long-awaited original graphic novel from DC Comics.
2: Wow. Ah. Awesome. Love it.
3: <laughs> I, I, I wanted to read that in my Conroy voice, but I was like, no,
2: this is fine. Well, you did a fine job, my friend. A fine no, job. Wasn't.
3: Yeah, well... One of these days I've always wanted to do I think I've watched our intro so much. I wanted to like write it all down and then try to do it all myself <laughs> just to see how ridiculous it would be. Even even the female parts, just you know, uh, just to see if I could get the voices of the cadence wrong, right? And just see if it would be just as entertaining. I'm like, no. I'm I'm no Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Leo, Leo. What happened to that uh, animated intro that you showed us months ago?
2: I've been afraid to play it because somebody said uh, that I could get hit with like copyright. So I've, I've been afraid to play it, but I, I think they're wrong. So I, I might just add it. I mean, just d- just
3: double check on that before, because the last thing you need is we're an award-winning show. Click that's being sued. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that, You're that nobody definitely... been sued. Exactly. We're really somebody now. We got an award and a lawsuit. Man. <laughs> like... I'm sure my, my wife will love that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be just great. We
0: just got to nope. cease
3: and desist.
0: Just to cease and desist. And if we didn't take it off, then it would be a lawsuit. Ah, exactly. I
3: don't know. See, I would
0: you say... got to play the angles. You got to play the angles.
3: Red tape, Leo. Look for the red tape. And don't get, get wrapped in it. Right. That's a lot of red
0: tape. All That's right, by Leo, double
3: axes, for double axes. tape.
0: <laughs> All right,
3: so I had to stop my gum because I, I I kept blowing bubbles, and I know Rich was distracting Rich because he looked at me. He was like,
0: oh, "I totally wanted to like pop it
3: through the window, but <laughs> I knew it work." Um. And it's funny because Jeff John said that one of the big things that he wanted to do here that was different was actually have Batman, you could see Batman's eyes because he felt that it humanized Batman a bit more. Because, again, you know, people are used to like the mask with hiding the eyes to add complement his otherworldly demeanor. So he wanted to make sure that Gary Frank, who, who does a great job this entire in all the volumes. um you wanted to see the eyes. So it kind of makes him more of a man or at least grounds him in that regard. Cause this is an early Batman.
2: Oh yeah. 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 This so is, this is Batman just starting out. And, uh, I love Gary Frank's art. Um, he did a, what was that? Superman secret origin where it was, uh, he mm-hmm. drew it with, like Christopher Reeve. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love it. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, now that you said that with his eyes, it totally makes sense because, uh, yeah, it, it definitely gave, you know, it, it definitely humanized him.
3: Oh, 100 yeah. um, percent. Yeah. So it's it's hard because the, the, the fan in me wants to go over all the big scenes and just show off all the great artwork and pacing. But I also know somebody here and I quote said, I 50 percent loved it. And 50% hated it. Can you guess who that was, kids? I'll give you a hint. Who? Who, me? Me? Oh, yeah, 100% you.
0: So my main problem with this story is... This this volume. We have to see them die again. Oh, my God. That story (laughs) just beat it to death. You're killing me. Killing me.
3: I think my favorite is, I remember, like, I don't know why, this still makes me laugh. Uh, they were talking about the MCU bringing back Uncle Ben. And they had that SpongeBob meme where he's gay afraid by getting beat up by the old guy. And uh, that one fish, Harold, I think it is, is basically being the antagonistic one. And he's just like, how many times must we cheat you this lesson, old man? And I was like, oh God, it's kind of the same thing with the Waynes. I was like, it's how many exactly times like must that. we teach you this lesson?
0: They must beat us over the head with those stupid pearls.
2: Have, I think we should count how many times it's been done over. So many,
3: things. Hey, Leo. You know what? If you want to do that, you get back to us, there, pumpkin. Okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna let you do the research on that one.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we we uh, we're we're starting a, a new show with uh, Brandon. Uh, that's Batman specific. And uh, oh, gosh. Have, yeah, uh, Dork Night, right? Dork Night, yeah. It's uh, we um, Brandon. Uh, you know, uh, I wanted to get him to start a show, so he's doing one on. Uh, he, it's called Comics Paradox, and uh, it, it's just what ifs oh, you that's
4: know,
2: right. for, for DC and Marvel, uh, you know, what if type storylines. So, uh, so like Marvel what ifs and then Elseworlds kind of deal? Yep. And uh, so he's doing a show every other week. Uh, so the off weeks, uh, we started recording something called the Dork Night. But we recorded uh, Batman number 200 last week. I was, it was going with a week before. Yeah. But it, it kicks it off with, you know, the retelling of the Wayne's death. And I was like,
3: if you ever need help with that, or if there are certain stories, I have a decent collection of Batman Elseworlds worlds on my own. And right. I have no problem talking about some of them because some of them are fucking brilliant. So um,
0: Justin and Brandon,
3: uh,
2: Justin and Brandon. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's an interesting combination. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it, well, we can talk about that another time. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. we'll continue with Batman Earth One. Uh, so, so getting back to Rich, why you uh, you yeah, didn't?
0: That, that was just my big thing. I, I again, you, you just beat that thing to death, and and you're killing me. And I realize you're retelling a story, and then we're. There, I mean, there are aspects of the story that I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually thought it was really interesting. The Alfred angle. You got oh, kind yeah. of young Alfred. Um, and, and he's put into the position when, after the Waynes die, where the Waynes are like, yeah, we, we, we want Alfred to be the guardian and, and he knows nothing about it. He was not made aware, right. you know, he, he's not, you know, he's, he looks like he's a guy in like in his mid to late forties, uh, obviously, um, military
3: background mm-hmm. and certainly not a guy that's going to take care of little the, the thing that I also like is that again with this is that there are certain small touches here that I really enjoyed, like making uh, like the penguin, the mayor, that was great. Yeah. Um, you know, making Martha Wayne, who is again, we've like, I want to say, I feel like we know so much more about Thomas than we ever really did. Martha. So to make her an Arkham was a genius move. Um, and to make them kind of literally the architects of Gotham, or at least this Gotham, was great. And there's uh, what I also like is that we've read all three volumes. There are still stories in each of them that I would love for them to explore, like what what happened in the desert, that that um, that the 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 that Thomas and Alfred experienced together. You know, it was just great. And then the cast is fantastic because you have Gordon, who's basically Gordon, but a little different. And I I have to say, this is one of my favorite versions of Harvey Bullock.
2: Oh, totally. Like,
3: yeah, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned it. that. was was phenomenal. Out of the Harvey Bullock character. What a jackass.
2: Like, but well, in, in the best way possible. A, a jackass, but sort of like, you know, you had a reversal of roles where you had Harvey that really wanted to go after these unsolved cases. And, you know, it, it was for ulterior motives. But then you also had Gordon that was like, you know, he didn't really give a fuck. You know, it was just yeah. he, he did. But he it, he had his own motives for like right. not really. He was going through like, the motions. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what actually Turn to Harvey uh Harvey, not Harvey, um yeah. Gordon. Uh, not Gordon. Uh yeah. At the end, right. Yeah. Um, uh, and we'll get to that. Just
3: we will. Yeah. Um, that's one of the best parts of this. Yeah, like this whole thing, and I and I love it because let's essentially call this what it is. This is Jeff Johns and Gary Frank, they did their version of Batman year one. This is him starting off. You know, we get this better idea. Like, and, and all the major things are here. They're getting afraid by the bats. You know, Alfred is the surrogate parent. Um, becoming Batman. You know, being inspired by it. You know, and then one of the other great characters is you have this original character, or at least to me it was original. You have Jessica Dent. And then you have her bully brother, Harvey, who just does not like Wayne and he just fights with him. And to me, again, the foreshadowing was great because you notice the side that gets punched by Harvey, it's the deformed side, you know? So there's a lot of really great you know, foreshadowing, which I don't know if, if it was more John's or if it was more um, um, Gary Frank doing, but it was great. Even this, this was like, uh, in year one with Flass and Gordon remember the whole uh, the whole interrogation except this time like you said Harvey is basically Gordon and right. in some ways Gordon is Flass he's just this is Gotham you need to accept it um and then what I like another thing I really enjoyed is that how all the characters are introduced like one of my favorite moments is when Lucius Fox, He's like there's no mountains in Gotham and he's like sure there are. <laughs> y- y- you know, um that was great. Like there there are really small moments here that I thoroughly enjoyed, both as Jeff Johns being a storyteller and as Gary Frank being his collaborator. Like they clearly work well with each other. So, you know,
0: like Yeah, but, the Lucius Fox angle was fun, and uh, when he, he assembles a team to build different things for uh, Mr. Wayne, and he's like, all right, he's done with that now. And they're like, what? What? We've been working on this for like nine months. What are you talking about? No, you like, know what else? <laughs> he's eccentric. He's crazy,
3: but he's paying us. You see, the one thing that I really like about here is for an original villain, um, I felt the birthday boy was really one of the scariest you right. know, just just the theme, how it was like presented, and everything was. It definitely gave me, in terms of a horror background, um, um, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. You know, when Jason is the the hangman noose, the executioner's hood. Um, you know, I I mean, again, I what I liked is that we really didn't see him for most of the comic. And that really added to how dangerous he was. It's kind of like in Jaws where you barely see it until bam, like even this moment here was great because you, you think Batman's got the upper hand and he just proves it again. I am inexperienced. I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. You know? Yeah. He's not even a detective at this point. Exactly. And that was, that was really interesting because in another world, who else would teach him to be a detective? It's like James Gordon, of course. Like, hell, even this, he accidentally broke Gordon's nose. You know? Like, how, how wonderful. Like,
2: yeah, next page. Just wham. You know? I, and this is also a, a Batman that didn't really go through that much training. You know, uh, Alfred taught him to fight. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he didn't really. There was no telling of you know you know him going to school to learn and, and whatnot. But, um, yeah, it's definitely not the Batman year one that we're used to.
3: It really wasn't. But like him crashing the party was great because you get that intro feel. that to me kind of felt a little Spider Man ish. You know, kind of like the oh, oops, like look at that. It's just. Again, and I got to say like the way Gary Frank does his full pages spreads, like they're beautiful. Look at the detail, you know, everybody is you know, everybody's fleshed out. There's really nothing lost in the background, you know, it's just like that's a cover photo right there.
2: Yeah. Right. Do you do you think this was done to mirror um in year one batman crashing through the window for the of the mobs it could
3: be i never really thought about that but that that's a really good way because he does the he does the smoke screen and does the disappearing so that could be definitely something um yeah it was great and then like i don't know who i enjoy more if i enjoy younger alfred or just older alfred because he just does not give a like he's the most no chill character in this entire series. Like he's just like, what? Um, but I, again, just like in Spider in Spider-Man, when I talk with Chris's book, I love the, the horror angle here. Like this whole thing about the Arkham house. Like I just found it to be wonderfully
2: foreboding and it was just great. Uh, just real quick. Is that somebody's fire alarm going off? Not here. I hear what you're hearing. Yeah.
3: I think that's somewhere like I might, on my end, some.
2: Okay. Okay. Just want to make sure, just want to make sure nobody's house is on fire in there. No, sir. <laughs> make, make sure you guys are safe, you know, top priority, you know. Yeah. Sure. No, we're good. Okay.
3: But no, but it was, it, and again, the book paces itself very well. You know, every, again, every, story beat is covered. I thought it was wonderful. Um, Like, look at Oswald Kalapot. Like, and again, he's, he's very, a nice mix of, of classic Oswald. You see some flashes of, of that. I wouldn't say deformed. It's really kind of more of what they later jump back on. Like, like in the nineties, no man's land when he's running the show with iceberg lounge, like this is a powerful man. like, you know, especially like, oh God, this this, this creeped me out a little. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh, you'll do. He's licking the tears. I'm like, oh my God, what a creep. <laughs> you know?
2: Yeah. I, it, it, I found a story definitely very dark, uh, you know, especially with the birthday boy or, or uh, whatever his yeah, name that's is. That's right you know uh, towards the end uh, and we'll get to that in a second. Um, But what happens to Cobblepot and uh, even in, in book two to Riddler, how just willy nilly he just, uh, and we'll get to it as well, how he just kills people left and right. this,
3: This was one of my favorite parts was the fight between Alfred and Bruce, because I thought it was just such a, an interesting rite of passage in a way because this is Bruce proving himself. This is, Alfred's like, you're not ready. You don't have the drive to do what's necessary to protect Gotham. And you get one of the best twists of all that Alfred is, is, um, is he's also another thing. He just easily wreck a, a pivotal part of Batman culture right then and there, the clock. That would guard the back. back. Just knocked over. Like nothing. See? Bang. Gone. Yeah. And then the same thing. But Alfred is missing a leg. He's got a prosthetic. You know? And I just love that. And he just like Alfred. I was like, no, I Like, I will do what I have to. With or without you. And then he's like, wow. Maybe he is ready. Like, it was very action movie-esque to me. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And uh, also earlier, we saw Alfred uh, trying to force a gun on Bruce, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to convince him that he needed a gun for Gotham. And obviously, he did not take it.
3: No, he did not. And you had this murder, which is very brief. But, you know, what's also nice is the book, I feel it doesn't drag things out. It says what it needs to, it's very simple boom, 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 and then we move on. You know, there's some books that really draw it out for some reason. I'm like quick to the point, you know, well paced.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I love this uh, twist here where uh, Bullock takes out the uh, the evidence.
3: And, and Gordon's name.
2: Yeah. And then we get um, Barbara getting uh, abducted. hmm. Yeah. Just, just how everything just a domino effect. Mm-hmm. and you know, where that's the breaking point for uh for gordon no, yeah just... but
3: but i will say that that one scene is pretty great where it's harvey and now i understand gotham it's not good cop bad cop it's gotham it's bad cop bad cop <laughs> you, you know hey like right there just and then the next panel is bam yeah that that's a fun panel yeah yeah is. that was great Especially because if you scroll down, then you see his face. He's like, hey, it's bad cut back up. Just like scroll down a little Leo. He's like, oh my God. Um, but then when he's back at Arkham, the, the Arkham house, the same house that he promised his mother that he'd never go inside, they this whole thing with the maze and the evil spirits and whatnot. Again, it's just, it shows to me that Jeff Johns really did his homework. Because that was definitely something that earlier Batman stories touched on—that Bat—that Gotham is a cursed land. So mm-hmm. it was just nice to kind of touch on that. But again, something different. Um, I mean, for me, I mean, I think one of the most horrifying moments is that we don't see. Like, look at that. That is just terrifying. Yeah, that's pretty menacing. If you're a little I got, like I got a birthday coming up, and I would not want someone to bring me a cake like that. Like, God, no. Um, Leo, scratch it, that idea, okay? Uh, okay. You
2: know, but but, we, we already hired, uh, you know, Kane Hodder to dress up for him. and It was uh...
3: here's a birthday candle for you. We can get our deposit back.
2: Okay. Right. But the other thing that I like
3: is that you spend this entire book. Gordon is not an ally of Batman. You know, the entire time he's like, who the fuck is this guy? Like hell, he almost shoots him here when he's looking for Barbara because he is freaked the fuck out because a serial killer has his daughter. Um like look at that right there. So great. This this panel just sometimes like again, this one panel freaked me out. Like, I think that's an Alice in Wonderland quote.
2: you will all go crazy.
3: Yeah, because then, like, we're all crazy in here. Isn't that from The Looking Glass? Yeah. yeah. From the Mad Hatter. Yeah. And then like, he's fighting Batman, but Barbara is literally in danger. You know? And again, like, Batman, he's not a detective, but he still notices things. And then you have one of my favorite panels is just on the next page. Like, in true Batman style, just look at that, man. Bursting through the walls. Like, again, the juxtaposition of images is it's all happy, horror, fun, and then... Say it
2: again. Say it again. (laughs) You know, I
3: hate you both. But... (laughs) (laughs) you know but for me the other great moment was that you had what harvey saw you don't need to see it you already know what was down there and batman has the best line for it he's like evil real evil and i'm like it's just so great because again you don't need to see it but you know it's horrifying yeah like yeah that's just good storytelling
2: you know just uh just look at the look of horror on his face. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, you just see just a little glimpse of it with uh, with just some flies and
3: mm-hmm. snapping of bones.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah, it's just horrible. Yeah, and then and then using the cape as a weapon to disable the birthday boy was just wonderful. Oh, yeah. But. I have to be honest with you, while this was good, it was the final battle with Cobblepot that was just perfect, because it mocks one of the biggest Batman moments. It's the, who are you? Vengeance. And then he just laughs at him. <laughs> so dramatic. And it's the same thing like, what are you gonna do? Stop me with an umbrella? And then he stabs him. I was like, yeah, we, uh, well, a little, little cocky coming in there, Bruce like it's a lot of rookie mistakes but it's just so great but yeah. i have to, when i first read it i did not expect what alfred would do
2: yeah that that totally threw me off how about you uh, rich
3: yeah i did not see that i did not see that coming i did not see the alfred putting a bullet a bullet in old uh, old uh, cobblepot but what i like is that again you have the speech like there's two kinds of people in gotham there are predators and prey and there's like, there's a third kind cobblepot and then you just see Alfred there. Survivors. And then just
4: boom.
3: You know, look on his face. He's like, all right, and I fucked up. Well, I think, and then even here, the next point is the fact that the umbrella opened and just yeah. fluttered down. I was like, that little whimsy, you know? What's also interesting, and I, I don't know if you guys put this up, but they always toy with this idea that If he finds his parents killers, you know, and whatnot, that he'll, that'll be enough. Like he can close up his mission and it'll never be like, you realize the same thing we know is like, once he's begun, it'll never stop because it's not as much a matter of, yes, you have avenged yourself, but what about the other people that need that, that need that somebody to protect them? You know, what about the others whose, whose deaths went unavenged, who is going to be their hero? You know, like you understand that once Bruce makes that choice, he's he's never going to be the same.
2: Right. Attached to Gotham. Mm -hmm. I I love this uh, panel with Lucius, you know, it doesn't really he doesn't say anything. And they're talking about how Gotham is changing and he's he's uh, making batarangs. Yeah. So uh, I like it that, you know, he's he's full in.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And even this scene where you have kind of Gordon redeeming himself where he's just like, I'm not letting any of this slide anymore. Like, this guy's a bad guy. He's
2: going down. Yeah. And <laughs> the two cops. Who the heck was that? Hell if I don't know. You know.
3: Um, no, it was great. And, even, and, and again, there's so much foreshadowing here. Like, you got... Barbara considering being Batgirl. You got Harvey Bullock becoming a boozy alcoholic. You have a new mayor of Gotham who happens to be the twin sister of Harvey Dent. You know, like, oh, crap, this can't go well.
2: And you mentioned uh, the foreshadowing with with Harvey Dent um, in this book, but it also happens in the second book as well, where Mm -hmm. just the shadows, it's just, it's... Yep. But then I, I think they were, I don't know if we want to get into spoilers or not, but I, I think they did the foreshadowing really heavy with that because of how everything transpired.
3: Oh, totally. We'll get to that in a minute. Yep. Totally. But um, yeah. And even this, like the little hug, you know, and I just love the way Alfred phrased it. It was really great. He was like, we're not building a better you or a better gotham we got to build a better legend so you have that where bruce didn't act in the beginning when that robbery he was like now he's changing it. it's like crime is crime yeah you know and then of course we got the the intro into our next big baddie which was done in a nice way i gotta admit you know
2: who is batman
3: and then click What a riddle. What a riddle. And then Volume 2. Yeah. Take it away, Rich.
0: Yeah, I'm all ready. right. so. Volume 2. The Dark Knight must answer the greatest riddle of all. Who is Batman? Who is Batman? Batman. Change (laughs) is to Gotham City, between the death of Mayor Oswald Cobblepot and the emergence of the past, a new dawn has begun to shed its light onto the notoriously dark and corrupt city. But even as new Mayor Jessica Dent and her twin brother, District Attorney Harvey Dent, join in the dark night in Detective Jim Gordon's crusade against Gotham's criminal element, a new threat arises one that enjoys playing a simple game of riddles answer wrong and you die answer correctly and dot 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 the second installment in the number one New York Times best-selling series Batman Earth 1 reteams writer Jeff Johns with artist Gary Frank and introduces readers to a bevy of Batman's most infamous foes but with unexpected twists and turns that build an all-new Incredible mythology from one of the fictional fictional world's most popular characters, the Batman. Nicely done, Rich. Thank you, Thank
3: you very much. Thank you. But I will say, uh, regarding that, Rich, I do agree with you that I felt that this story, since we already laid down the foundations, was a bit more complicated and better for that. Because, you know, again, the Riddler, and it's funny because I remember them uh, writers for Batman animated series saying that the reason that they stopped showing the Riddler so much is that they oh, got tired of, of spending so much time trying to write good riddles. And I was God. like, yeah, that's kind of funny. If you think about it. But again, I think that this one definitely did a lot in terms of world building because it wasn't just the Riddler we saw. We saw, you know, Killer Croc, yeah waylon you know waylon jones we saw we we essentially saw what would become catwoman Mm -hmm. you know but the big bad was was uh was the riddler and it just kind of picked up now this again for people who want to know this takes place six months after book one so this is kind of like doing what dark knight did like things have changed and Gotham is changing, but of course some people don't want it to change. Um, Absolutely. I will say I did enjoy the riddles.
0: Yeah, that, that first death scene was just creepy. It's like, people go into an elevator, random people. And they start hitting the box. And then it's the Riddler. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's got a riddle. And of course, they get it wrong. Yeah, they get it wrong and they die.
3: Yep.
2: Gone. Do we want to read the riddle? Uh,
3: <laughs> I got it. Okay. I got my book. One second. <laughs> it's funny because whenever I think the Riddler, like I obviously hear the animated series, but I feel like I just channel Jim Carrey. You know. Riddle me that. There was a man who lived on the 30th floor of this building. Every morning, he would get in the elevator and press the ground floor to go to the work. But when he got home, he would press the 20th floor, get out, and walk up 10 flights of stairs to his apartment. Why? Oh, am I supposed to get the answer? I wasn't sure. Absolutely. How are doing this?
2: Okay. Uh- yeah, the, uh, the correct answer, he wasn't tall enough to reach the 13th button, Clarissa. You <laughs> know my
3: name? Hello? Who are you? Uh,
2: bad guess. Boom, crash.
3: Yep. Bang. And then what's also interesting is that we kind of start the book off where it started the first time, but it clearly it's a little better. Because now it's not just hi, I'm the artist trying to be Batman. Now I'm I'm Batman. And people are obviously scared, but of course you've got Alfred in his ear. And it's funny because they kind of have that Batman Beyond kind of relationship where you know old Bruce in the ear and Terry doing the Batman thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, telling him, oh, on your left. Um I just enjoy that Alfred is still like, yeah. Just let one or two people die. Yeah. Keep the fear going. And David's like, I don't kill. Like, you, what you is so hard about this?
2: You don't need to kill them. Just don't save them.
3: But I will say one of my favorite moments was your food's getting cold. It's not cottage pie again, is it? And just like, I'll order a pizza. <laughs> you know, I, I, the subtle moments.
2: Again, Alfred
0: did me, not me. get find his chef's skills in this one.
3: Yeah, clearly not. But look at the action, man! Like again, it's just nice when you see like certain comics that are made. That again, if it was to be adapted into like a, a cartoon or a film, it would just be so easy.
2: Well, you think we know uh, Riddler and uh, Penguin are going to be in the Batman movie?
3: These, these were clearly some of the books that they used to inspire the new Batman. Maybe yeah. you know, that's what you're asking. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yep. Uh, poor Bruce. He's so many things, but he's not a good driver. No. See, look at that. There you go. I'll order a pizza.
2: We need a faster car. There a you go.
3: So, sorry, go ahead no exactly there you go see it's just there's your scene a race car we just did all this stuff i was like i know i know billionaires am i right we're gonna pay you 40 percent more all right whatever you want no don't forget and we're creating uh college uh college funds for all your children cheers
2: yeah cheers panda cat yeah uh, if you're just tuning in, we're talking about Batman Earth 1. We're talking about all volumes 1, 2, and 3, and we're currently covering Volume 2. And, uh, yeah, Volume 1 we just finished, where uh, Cowpot is dead. Mm-hmm. And uh, now we have a more it's Batman still still year one. He's You said it's, what, six months after the first one? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. And then you got this wonderful bar fight just showing that despite the fact that Gordon looks old, he is still a brawler.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, Which is another one of my favorite Harvey moments. He was like, come on, I'm off duty. It's, it's, uh, I'm off duty. It's night. it's, it's, it's night. He's like night. It's 10 in the goddamn morning.
2: Like have been off duty for three hours, Bullock.
3: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, but the
0: roles have reversed
3: oh yeah exactly
0: yeah Uh, Jim wasn't like an alcoholic he just was kind of useless when it came to taking care of crime
3: hope everyone is doing awesome and token on some good shit oh yeah before the before the show absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah you know what it is all right so and then again you know uh, you have that, like having Jessica as the love interest kind of other character was really an interesting choice. I was kind of glad for it because it was nice to see someone different who could bring out a different side of Bruce. You know, like that was one of the more subtle changes that I actually really enjoy in this whole new universe. You know, I feel like she is what we want in Katie Holmes's character. In Batman Begins, and then Dark Knight to be, you know? Right. Rachel Dows Right.
2: Yeah, that's that's a good way to put it.
3: Yeah, it's basically what we wanted. Um, or independent character. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, this was great, because it was such a difference. Because like you said, Rich, you know, you have this this Batman that's not a detective. So what did you know about preserving evidence? What do you know about fingerprints? You know, right. yeah, he's got to educate himself. Well, that was great. And then like, we, we, we also see our first hint of the Riddler because we know it's the Riddler because we're the reader, but the characters in the book don't, you know?
2: Um, I just want to point out real quick. I, I just love this. Uh, you're not much of a detective. Are you? That's not my job. <laughs>
3: Oh, another great moment is this. I loved this because like the neck, like, yeah, don't get me wrong. The neon question mark was great, but the scene where it looks like Batman has disappeared. And then he's like, oh, I'm right over here. Just him climbing out of a good old fashioned window. Like such a humorous play on essentially what is considered part of Batman's personality. That's he really likes awesome. to make the dramatic
2: entrance or exit. So, Panda Cat says, "Yay, DC! Totally agree." Agreed, but um, God, like
3: I have to be honest with you, holy crap! Like, I think this is the one version of Harvey Dent. The entire time, I was like, "God, what an asshole!" Oh yeah, like he just rips these guys apart. You know, like he just seems so angry all the time. Like, it's just, it, it's one of those, I'm like, yeah, no wonder you kind of, like, and again, foreshadowing.
0: Yep. Well, he, he went from California, he was a TV star on a detective show, and he came to Gotham. They went from palm trees and hot girls on roller skates
3: to Gotham. You'd mm-hmm. be mad. Well, it's not even that. It's just, you know, you see him, and now he's just a boozed-up washout, you know? Yeah. But... Oh man, so great! One more riddle, yeah. and then I like how this whole idea that, Al- that Alfred is just is just like you can't trust too many people with this. Like this is a dangerous thing you're doing, you know.
0: And he's quietly, uh, we don't wow. know to what point he's building his uh, his
3: team, mm-hmm. and then and then you had the the next riddler plot, which I will read that riddle. One second. And again, I got to give credit. The riddles were pretty good. It smells like green paint. It pours like purple paint. And it looks like a white van. What is it? And then you have that guy a talking painting. It's some kind of joke. He's like, I don't tell jokes. And then, uh, you know, this nightmare scenario of gasoline instead of water. You know?
2: So it smells like green paint. It pours like purple paint and looks like white, a white van. What is it? The answer answer was white
3: paint. Paint. Because it all smells and pours the same, of course. And then he's so snide about it. He's like, I'm shocked one of you would get that considering where we are. How disappointing. You know, but again, you see another great moment in this whole thing where, how both Bruce and Alfred are completely inexperienced for this. He's like, cover for me. I was like, with what? What could I say that would be good? "Ah, like, oh, well, Bruce had to run away from the fire. he suddenly remembered that he had a date. Like, what could you say, you know? But it's also funny because the Riddler would totally be in a close vicinity to watch his work because he's such, like, for all the dogres, Doug- he's such a narcissist.
2: So, Rich, yes, you did not really care for the first one, uh, but the second one seems like it sold you on it. Uh, he said why- that
3: he enjoyed it so much,
0: yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I love the, the, the riddles, I love the introduction of Whalen, um, Killer Croc, uh, showing that he's, he, he's not an animal, he's not out to eat people, he's just a guy that has a horrible skin condition, and incredible strength. And
3: he'd rather just be left alone than be a sideshow freak. I also really loved this kind of introduction because we know who this is, you know. But oh, the way oh, that yeah. forgot about this scene. Yeah, um, the way that
0: injured, and he drops into a garden where it just happens to be Catwoman's penthouse, AKA. I mean, well, we might as well. We could say it, right? Yeah, we could say it. Yeah, it's, it's Catwoman. It's it's Selena Kyle.
2: Yeah. But and it what turns I, out it's not even her apartment.
0: Right.
3: And what I love is that Alfred She's ribs. Him the about apartment. It. We don't find that out later. What I love is that Alfred rips him about it. He's like, he's like, who did this? Frankenstein? I was like, yeah, she did the best she could. And he's like, she. You know, it's like, you hound. Oh, this even this scene was really great. He was like, he's like, you can wear spandex. Like it's not gonna help with there's like, you know what? You know what wearing body armor says The guy needs body armor. And I'm like, boy, you know, you've been at the six months and you're still a little cocky shit. Yeah, that was a weird line, but it was funny. Um, Especially since he is, wears nothing but body armor now, you know, but I also feel like the, the story lagged a little just because you had so much going on with whatnot. But I feel like it really picked up when he went into this. Like right now, when Batman went into the sewers, to find Killer Croc. Because like you said, Rich, it would have been so easy to just make Killer Croc another villain because he's been this way for years. He's in the sewer. You know, he attacks people. He eats people. You know, he's more beast than man. But it was nice to see that he's just a guy. Like you said, he's a guy with a horrible condition who was made to look like a circus freak. And then he he got tired of getting hated and shot at, and he went down. So, I mean, he even makes it clear to Batman, is like, I will show you where you can find the Riddler. You just got to leave me the fuck alone. You know? Although I do love that he makes fun of him. He's like, You want me to call you Batman? (laughs) Like, you're you're sticking with that. That, that, That's what you're going with? And it's like, You're called Killer Croc. Do we really want to go with names? Yeah, they, they do get creative with the writing. It's fun. And I also love this. Like old Batman, you can easily see him picking a lock. And he's like, ah, screw this. That door right in. Yeah, just Van dam that door right in. You know? And then even how Riddler got his name. You know? Because again, you gotta remember Edward Nigma loves to talk. He loves to prove. Now, it's not just about being clever, it's about proving clever. You know, he can't help himself.
2: Well, we have uh, another riddle here, Drew. Got you. One second.
3: Goddamn riddle master up in here, son of a bitch. I mean, what? Where's the riddle? Is that a riddle? Is that a riddle? I don't really think so. You know, he's just asking a bunch of questions, you know. Oh. You know, he's like, are you a madman wearing a mask and parading about for some validation of some kind? Or are you a selfless vigilante taking on the burden of protecting Gotham after watching it wallow in corruption and dirt? Are you both? Neither. Are you the killer of Oswald Cobblepot or a manufactured scapegoat? Who are we really is the unanswerable question, don't you think? You know, and then why don't you tell me who you are and tell me why you're doing this? That's a good question. You know, his, you know, again, but I think the thing being for me is the scenario, you know, like it's a real scenario and, and the Riddler likes, I think it's just, Jeff Johns really loved it that the Riddler loves to play God. You know, in this scenario, it's you play my game or these people die. You know, he helps him get on the train. You know, he asks the riddle, which he's sure that Batman's going to get wrong and even broadcasts it on the train, but Batman gets it right. And and just in case you're all wondering what the riddle was, the riddle was, and I quote, I'm the part of the bat that's not in the sky. I can swim in a lake and in, I could swim in a lake in the moonlight and yet remain dry. What am I? And Batman actually figures it out because, you know, again, Batman's clever. A shadow. And surprisingly, the Riddler does not like the fact that he was beaten. And so he's clearly a sore loser. That was the only riddle I got
0: right without reading ahead.
2: Uh, nice. I admit but, I didn't get any of them. I, it uh, was, I, yeah. Just no real no. quick just just how touching, you know, right before the blast, just this this mother ruler kid. Mm-hmm. Just,
3: uh, yeah, and it's it's even more sad because you get this whole set. Like to me, I feel like this is when Batman really became a hero. He's down in the wreck. He's helping survivors. He's pulling bodies out, injured and whatnot. And helping to identify corpses. And then you got Waylon Jones, who's feeling a sort of way because if he had stopped the riddler, he would maybe, he could have helped to avoid this. You know, so there's guilt altogether. You know, and then you can really tell, like, Batman, like, this is making it even more personal.
2: Yeah. He says, I did answer. I gave him the answer. Then he blew it up anyway. There were families on that train, kids. He murdered kids, mothers and fathers.
3: And then the, the big conspiracy thing is wonderful. Like, again, I had no idea because you just think it's random. Or there, there's a pattern. You're just not seeing it. Just like, like the prestige where you kind of realize what's going on. It's again, many murders to cover up the one. Although, for me, the fact that he hands Gordon a bat phone, and the only thing Gordon can say is, Wow, he really put a bat on it. You know, it was just one of those things that to us, that's the coolest thing ever. To a normal person, it's like, Wow, this is a little much.
2: (laughs) Really? Uh, I I love how that's a, a running gag, too.
0: Yep. Batman loves put his logo on
3: everything. We know that.
0: Mm -hmm.
3: But another great moment is a little forward where I love where Alfred and Bruce are discussing what Batman is. You know, that Bruce considers himself a tool to help Gotham heal and be better. But Alfred is like, no, no, you're a weapon. Like, you, and, and Bruce is upset about it. He's like, you asked me to make you this. Weapons are designed to hurt people, and people like Jessica are, are just collateral. People like Gordon, you can't trust them. Like, you are a weapon, you know? And it's just, it's crazy. Also, I'm not going to lie, the moment where Jessica realizes that she knew is pretty great, too. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's kind of similar to how, like, again, yeah, in how Rachel does in. Batman Begins figured it out. Well, I, don't, I feel like Bruce told her. No, Bruce yeah, told Bruce her, her, but I feel like Bruce she would have known. You know? But... Mark that Dent family. Mm-hmm. But my favorite moment is that this to me felt a little similar to Long Halloween. Do you remember when, when Harvey tried tying Falcone to Bruce Wayne right yep. you know so he just comes in and he's like arresting Wayne he's accusing him this was a little bit more personal because he comes in and Wayne is kissing his sister you know but to me the better moment was just Alfred going ham on these cops like they just think like, oh it's just you know Bruce Wayne's butler he's this old paraplegic guy with a cane he, he, he can't do much <laughs> And he just, you know, wham, wham, wham. It's like, wow. You know.
0: And then. Look at that. Look at the Riddler,
3: man. He looks totally evil. Oh, he dude. does. Come on. In, the, in the most casual cosplay that nobody will do because very few people want to be shirtless. Right.
0: Yeah, it's been a few years since I've had those uh, ripped abs.
3: Thank you, Rich. Glad to know. Um, but my favorite is is you got Alfred and Bruce comparing bruises. <laughs> what happened to you? Me? What the hell happened to you?
4: <laughs>
3: and he's like, uh, yeah, Harvey. We were talking and things happened. Harvey caught us. He's like, good for you. <laughs> Why aren't you behind bars? I didn't hit Harvey back. you know and it's it's just like I just enjoy how Harvey has such a dead on dislike it, like it doesn't even feel like justice. It's just you like my sister. She likes mm-hmm. you. I mm-hmm. think you're fucking looney Tunes. I want you not I like again, he's still just the bully protecting his sister. right. But, again, he's just being such a jackass. And then you have the Riddler's final riddle, which, like, I again, this whole thing was so beautifully spaced out. Like, I'm really glad that we got it in a trade paperback because I would have hated having to wait, like, four or five (laughs) months just to get this whole thing done. We got this in one shot, you know? Absolutely. You know? And then I got to be honest with you, the way that they did – the 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 scarring and the kind of the death of two face and then where they took it to me again that was just like with Alfred killing uh Penguin. This I did not expect that. You know the the, the twist with Jessica.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Like that to me was one of the best parts. And it was also funny because I don't know if you guys felt like this, but I feel like this book has the multiple ending syndrome. Did you notice that? Like near the end, I feel like they could have ended it at like multiple places. You yeah, know, I... you know, like we you, you could have ended it after the Riddler was stopped or like when Killer Croc came in and saved the day, or you know, like what did you what what did you guys feel? Like I, I felt that was very accurate.
2: Well, yeah, uh no, I, I agree. Um
0: what about you, Rich? Yeah, they just kept giving us more. I wasn't going to complain about it.
3: No, totally not. But, but I just felt so bad because, again, Jessica was collateral, you know. But it wasn't even his fault because it was all the Riddler, you know. And yet again, Bruce knew he was like, if I'm going to answer the riddle, he's still gonna, he's still going to blow the place up. That's what he wants. So he beats him in his own game. You know, I mean, I just have to be honest with you. If the Batman is in any way adapts any of this, I will be thoroughly pleased. Because that version of the, this version of the Riddler was definitely very modern, but a little but still very much Riddler. You know, what do you guys think? Yeah, I felt
0: like a, a, an agent of chaos for sure. Um... Filled with narcissistic tendencies that was just delightful. Absolutely.
3: I, I think my favorite moment is when you realize Bruce is following him at the bomb and you see that first moment of where you really see the riddler and be like, oh shit. Like there's no the, that that confident grin. It's like, nope, I'm following you. Now what
0: now what do we feel? Do we feel that um Jessica Dent. Like just her touching his head and the chemicals made her mad. She was already mad. The shock of his death made her mad. Yeah. What did it?
3: I you know, my theory is that is that I think some of it was the unresolved trauma. Some of it was the chemicals. Um and I, I think you're right. I think the darkness was always there. Just heart. It was a bit more pertinent in 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 in, uh, Harvey. You know, Harvey was just you know, it was all out there up front.
0: More buried and repressed.
2: mm -hmm. They were twins, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. Then you also have that. So again, it's just more of that good old fashioned foreshadowing you know so but i mean i think the other thing i loved um well one the unexpected twist of the you know talking to jessica and then wayne stay away from my sister i was like whoa like you're dead what the fuck and then jessica's back and she's like what happened and i'm like oh boy this is going to be interesting um, Alfred taking care of Killer Croc was hilarious. He's like, Oh, you're back and forth between them. Oh, that, that was just wonderful. You know, he's like, What does it eat? And like, Food, old man. I eat food. It's like, Excuse me, I'm right here. Um, and then the Catwoman ending. Yeah. Although, to credit to Rich, the Lucius Fox ending was pretty great too. All right, I got another project, but we just did this car. <laughs> and if you okay, see them, like, like,
0: them. they got to get used to it. Yeah,
3: yeah, but if you see them, like they're kicking stuff or um, <laughs> they're hunched over, hating themselves.
2: It's just so funny. Like, me and Mr. Wayne doesn't want the car anymore. We've been working around the clock to get it done, Mr. Fox. Mr. Wayne has another project in mind.
3: Yeah. And then, like I said, the Catwoman ending was just as great because, and again, we didn't need to say names. You know, she could be anybody, but we all clearly know who the hell that is. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: I mean, she has a cat with her. She has a paw print on her shirt. She has cat stuffed animals.
3: Right. She had the mask that we saw before. Yeah. All, right. all right. So let's, because I think we're starting to run a little behind. So we are. There. We are. We are. Yeah. We we we, right. we we were. I think we took a little too much time with book
2: one. Well, we're we're loving it though. I and book one was what we were originally here for. But you know, That's as a bonus, as a bonus, we're covering uh, all three. Okay. Because quite frankly, when you read, you know, the first one, you're going to get hooked, even though even if you didn't love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and which uh, is our you, testament to that. You just got to collect all 3 and I have a link to them in the show notes uh if you want to pick it up on uh Amazon. So uh with Batman Earth volume 1 uh sorry, Earth 1 volume 3. Right. Harvey is dead or is he? Harvey Dent A gang of thieves thrust Gotham City into a state of fear when they are mysteriously well-armed with military-grade weapons, flamethrowers, grenade launchers, and even tanks. And this gang claims it is funded by none other than the former district attorney Harvey Dent. Balancing his two lives, Bruce Wayne must find a truth by tapping his growing network of agents, including Alfred Pennyworth, Jim Gordon, Waylon, Killer Croc Jones, and the savvy new Catwoman. Bruce is distracted by the seemingly impossible return of another figure believed dead, his grandfather, Adrian Arkham. He must also confront his longtime friend, Gotham City Mayor Jessica Dent, who is scarred both physically and mentally from her experience with the Riddler, which, re- which resulted in the gruesome death of her brother. But is Harvey back, plotting revenge on a city he proclaims to be guilty? When Batman discovers the truth behind these many mysteries, his entire world unravels. And uh, this book came out a little late, actually came out this year. And uh, just a couple months ago, I believe.
3: Mm -hmm. This one takes place a month after book two.
0: You finally get to see the finished car there. I love the car. Yeah, it does look really nice. Yeah. Chicks love the car,
2: Leo. Chicks love the car.
3: <laughs> this is why Superman works alone.
2: <laughs> I just saw that um, clip recently.
3: That's my own. That's my only favorite. One of my only favorite lines of the movie that is not Mister Freeze. So, <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, I the really enjoyed way- this book. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
3: No, and I, I say I I also really enjoyed this book just simply because it took it in a completely different direction. Like, like the the this ancestor of of Bruce, I was like, this is impossible. How is he alive? Yeah, but it, it's just again, they Gary Frank and Jeff Johns really make you invest in the story. Where, Where
1: is Martha?
3: You get all the way to the end that he is not who he seems, mm-hmm. and then you have Bruce essentially breaking ground on a, on a new on his bat cave. and then you have Alfred and Croc bickering back and forth like, like uh, you know, like they do.
2: <laughs> How almost come we're trusting? We're the it's
0: almost like they're becoming brothers. Yeah, Bart and Croc. Kind of, actually. <laughs> uh
2: How come we're trusting the circus freak? Bruce, keep pushing me Pennyworth and Gossam's ur- urban legend about Killer Croc eating people might come true. You can bloody eat me, all right. He started bollocks. That's a waste of time. He started it.
3: <laughs> exactly.
2: And I think he, uh, does he make a couple locations with, uh, or am I thinking something else?
3: I think you're thinking something else. Like they only made yeah. the one.
2: Yeah. I love that Killer Croc is helping him build everything there.
3: Yeah. yeah that it, it's such an unusual thing to see as an ally, but it's great. You know. And then again, everybody is still moving along. Lucius Fox is is Bruce's spokesperson. James Gordon is perpetually overwhelmed and
2: Pinching his nose. You know. Mr. Wayne was looking into boat racing, and last month he was obsessed with hang gliding. Mr. Fox, we spent weeks and millions developing synthetic sailcloth.
0: Okay. Well. Keep it moving. Yeah, basically.
3: Here's the next project. And then you have Jessica with this... I don't know. like kind of phantom... Of the opera-esque mask you know it's a scar it kind of you know remind me of do you remember did you guys ever see that tom cruise cameron crowe movie vanilla sky no i've never sat through the whole thing yeah but which you remember how, like he got disfigured and he would have a mask on to kind of make his face look
1: right. presentable
3: right 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 it's kind of reminded me of that a little but okay i see where you're going with that mm-hmm. i know i couldn't believe i remembered that too
0: again
2: but i just love the car looks a little
0: night rider-esque doesn't it yeah. a little bit yeah
3: it's the wings in the back
2: well i i love how gary frank uh and you know it was probably direction uh from jeff johns but you know kind of like the the bale batman it, it's kept everything in, in realism you know mm-hmm. like you could see this is you know somebody just took a mclaren one and uh just, uh, you know, painted it black, added some armor.
3: My favorite is if you scroll a little up, you see that, th- that there's a family right there. And the son is like, yeah, awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> and it's such a, it's just a kid thing. You know, yeah. and the parents are like, oh my, what the hell? And the kid's like, awesome. It, it was, again, the small moments in these three books really, to me, I look forward to the most, you know, even this it was just the all right i'm gonna burn him too and he's like okay my turn you know
2: that fangs extended yeah i was like when
1: the hell did he had that bad fangs
3: <laughs> but this was super cool this moment you know like thank god he got a better cape yeah like, look at that. That is just what a beautiful image.
2: Yeah, just uh, the Jeff John's uh, I mean uh Gary Frank Frank. Just, yeah. And then you have the Catwoman thing, which kind of you no know, funny thing, it kind of reminded me a
3: little of Michelle Pfeiffer when she made her cameo in Batman Returns. Remember, she stops the robber, mm-hmm. disables mm-hmm. him and then does that thing. And I was like, Oh wow, yeah. It's kind of cool. True,
0: Drew, am I wrong, or is like Jeff Johns just love to do origin stories or re-origin
3: stories? Oh, he he loves he loves those Superman, Green Lantern, Batman. He loves redefining the mythos. That's his thing. It really is, you know. Shazam, well, New Fifty Two. You know what? Wh- whatever you say goes. You know.
2: hmm Well, he does a good uh, job.
3: Thank you, Leo. That was very nice. Well, he does a good job. <laughs> no one was arguing that, Leo. Um, then I love that you have this ancestor who just wasn't taken care of well. And even the guy, the psychiatrist was like, yeah. That, the, they, they basically, it's like, yeah, we didn't know who he was and we just did whatever and everything. And they're like, he's like, that, that did not sound right. That, that, was, that was bad. And he's like, and Bruce is like, yeah,
1: what the hell?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm a take care
3: of him.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, bring, bring him away in manor.
2: And I, uh, we, we learn more about the uh the craziness in the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's uh Martha saw her mother uh shoot her father, Adium Arkin, and uh jumped off the roof of Arkham Manor. Yep.
3: And then we also get this idea that that the Wayne family is cursed that the bat is a symbol is, is, is a curse that's been inflicted on the family, you know? And again, what I liked is that again, that, that references other stories that, that have always kind of said that, that Gotham was cursed. It's a, uh, it's basically heavy with this almost primordial darkness, you know? Oh, and then this was great. This killer croc scaring people for no apparent reason. Well, actually, no, it wasn't a parent reason. It was because they were beating a dog. And I was like, yeah.
2: And I was like, "Oh,
3: they got bat hound. Yeah, he made a friend.
2: Did you call it a bat hound?
3: Yeah. Yeah, Did you bat. Call yeah. Did you call it a bat dog? Yeah. Why? Don't do names.
2: But what about bat cow?
0: Oh, and then he goes, oh, we can call it Alfred. <laughs> Uh, uh, got crazy ancestor there.
2: Oh, yeah. The okay. sprites took my wife. They can't have my daughter, too. The sprites.
3: Uh, this was so great. Like her eyes. I see her eyes, and you, In you, I see her in your eyes. I was like, oh my God. Like, this is great. You know, but what, again, I just love that you just go from rage. to to bewilderment to sadness in like 0.3 seconds and it was just so beautifully captured
2: yeah and you definitely feel for bruce because you know this is you know
3: this this was great (laughs) what is this it's a dog it's the bat dog i was like i i can't (laughs) all right you can't call it that all right i'm gonna call it alfred i was like yo i'm done like I, I gotta be honest with you guys. I'm very much a fan of uh, sassy, killer croc. Yeah, the croc.
2: <laughs> uh, and we even got Alfred calling him Bat Dog.
3: Yeah, he just looks—it's Bat Dog. <laughs> I was like, Oh <laughs> Batman is a friend to the animals,
2: uh, and that's you know that's uh, a rare sight to see Batman uh, or Bruce smiling
3: i know he's very grim very serious man
2: i was saying before you definitely feel for him you know just having family reintroduced to him and it's uh turns out to be fake
0: yeah but you know it is what it is i I like how they they found it out where
3: there was like layers and layers of fingerprints Oh yeah, that was pretty great. Well we'll we'll get to that in a minute. So we're breaking up this fight. You know, it's standard gang war. We've seen Batman do it a billion times, but yet, it is an introduction for I cannot wait till I see someone cosplay this at a con. Like if I see that, I'm gonna be very thrilled. <laughs> because to me, this was like, do you remember like this the style of Catwoman in Long Halloween? That this to me felt very much like that with the purple and then mm-hmm. whatnot. But yet yeah, this still to me felt very much like anybody could make this with a wardrobe at home, you know? Right.
2: It's falls back to that realism.
3: Right. Exactly. And like, uh, this is very much a clearly a first costume, you know, if much
0: like took, Bruce's was took the emblem off her belt. She could also be huntress.
3: That's true. Yeah. It's what I also like is, again, you got that the Cheshire cat kind of feel to it, which, you know, again, the the symbols Mm -hmm. help out with. So I think my favorite of that is that. Like, like, again, this is so very much them. They're literally having a conversation while they're whooping ass.
2: I love this interaction. Who are you? You're a bat. I'm a cat.
3: my favorite she kisses him while holding a grenade yeah i was just like she would and each and, and again if you look down he, he's totally stunned he's like whoa yeah
0: that's something hot about that a woman flexing her power while she's got a knife to your throat or a grenade to your back
3: yes one or the other and the- or both Yep. She just takes the money and runs. Just like a Catwoman would. Ah, the faux interrogation
0: scene. Yeah, who'd want to get interrogated by Waylon?
3: Oof. An alligator in. And again, more of that foreshadowing—the half moon. Mm-hmm. You know, you have they—they they keep playing with it. Like, is Jessica okay, or is she losing her fucking shit? You know, and I—and again, the, I thought the twists in Volume Two and Three were great. Like
0: this. Yeah, this was a great because you really made, put into question whether he was
3: alive or not. Right. It's like how are you alive we saw you die you know like it was just so convincingly beautiful more of trusting gordon There we go. And then what I also like is that literally, you he interrupts Catwoman, and normally, like a previous Batman would have stopped her, apprehended her, arrested her, whatnot. He offers to basically pay her to be his informant. Like again, more differences of the the of who they are and such. Sure.
2: Well, isn't that similar to? Didn't he do something similar in Long Halloween?
3: No, he didn't really. They've just played around more. Okay.
2: He does uh, throw, uh, well, throughout the other two volumes, he does throw money around. You know, uh, like the homeless person that was uh, having issues, he just tossed Mm -hmm. some money and...
3: Yep, but I just like how he just he just reaps into a capsule and just like yep here's a stack of a couple thousand dollars. Why do you have it? Oh, yeah. You know, I own all the ATMs, so I might as well be one.
0: Well, he's got an end game, at, which we find out not till the end of this thing. So, you know, and bring Waylon in and bring her. He's got to do it different ways with different people to get what he wants. So he's, I think it, it, it he's being manipulative as well because he's Batman.
3: I mean, it does. And again, he he perfected the art of the disappearance finally, as you saw there. But of course, she thinks that's the hottest thing ever. She's like, Oh, disappear from me, daddy. I'm like, Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs>
4: um,
3: yeah, like, look at that face. It's just like, Hey, okay. Mischief. <laughs> Almost got him.
2: Yeah.
3: You know, when you find and something,
2: then, call me on this. You actually put a bat on it.
3: Again, that's the running joke. Like, uh, as long as we don't all start Batman and Robin, this where you have to explain why he calls it the goddamn Batmobile. I was like, oh come on, who cares?
2: <laughs> uh, he did a battery thing too recently, right? Mm-hmm. But Rich, again, I like how you
3: you like again proving that Jeff Johns just loves origins. Here we are, the secret origin of Gotham City, right? you know, deep under the caverns of Gotham. They released a terrible evil. Not a coup, a bat. A bat. The same symbol that you took, Bruce. Exactly, just, how could you? Blasphemy! Exactly. It's just like, these scenes were very powerful, but it's still like it it was so weird to see Bruce with a grandfather. That's something we've never really seen before. So it was really interesting to see that because Bruce, I feel like, is always, at least in the beginning, was always looking for the family he lost. You know, and that's why Robins, Batgirls, Nightwing, all those guys, you know, that's important because it's him rebuilding his life with a family that I guess can keep up. And then, you know, back to this. The twist, you basically dig up Harvey's grave and there's nothing to be found. Dun, dun, dun. Mm -hmm. And then you get a call from your little friend. No, but this this scene I really enjoyed because I I still don't know how they made it work, but oh my God. Well, she could have been
2: uh, hallucinating. It's true. Yeah, we're down in the
3: Batcave. Uh, yeah, more, again. Oh, that was great. <laughs> she's getting paid? Like, Killer Crock, right. is it? She's getting paid? Like, uh, what the hell? Well, and again, in this being
0: an Elseworld story and how different Batman's trust level is because he's already letting all these people into his. In her sanctum.
3: Mm-hmm. And, Yet without uh, removing his mask too, by the way. Yeah. You know, the other funny thing is that when you see Jessica's scars, they're like, they're not really that bad. Like, yeah, I didn't
0: understand what that whole extra mask was when she just basically had a tiny scar.
3: Yeah. But to me, that, look at that. What? Oh, it's, I think it's even creepier that you don't see his other eye.
4: Mm-hmm
3: you know like this to me was the most unexpected thing when i saw shots toys i was like oh my god Mm -hmm. toy man i was like what a great reference you know because you don't expect him to be a villain for batman he's a superman villain Mm -hmm. you know but amazing
2: And you've said it before, but just just the whole pacing of all three books is just very well done.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And you're talking about 2011 to 2021. And with all the foreshadowing, even from the first book that carried on until this third book, I mean, uh, that, 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 that's 10 years of uh, thought
2: process right there. Absolutely. Now, you now know. Ha- has there been talk of uh, continuing this? Because this Yeah. Has- a good seller yeah
3: they they've talked about it but of course no one can really confirm um but i mean i don't know wasn't that old saying if it don't broke if it ain't broke don't fix it
4: yeah
3: um but again just committing to the imagery like like the the messed up cop car you know um the gang war spilling out like it's just again so well paced but i mean i mean god we got to get to the twist because that I did not expect. No, not at all. Harvey was dead, but he's not. It wasn't him. It was Jessica all along, but it wasn't Jessica. I...
2: You got to sing it now. You got to sing it now. What do you mean? I got to sing it now. You said it's Jessica all along. It's Agatha all along. Never mind.
3: Oh, right. it was Jessica all along. <laughs> I hate you so much. And then again, the fact that her and and Bruce's grandfather were in Tend, I was like, wow. Yeah, Candom. Right. I was like, what a weird duo. You know? And then it was funny, you know, this reminded me of, you guys have watched Batman Beyond? Yeah. Do you remember that episode where Talia comes back, but she, you find out it's Raish occupying Talia's body? Uh, I not that episode. yeah it's in batman beyond well that kind of reminded me here it's like it's jessica's body but harvey is talking right so you know and then i thought it was so cute that you had that moment where jessica tries to talk to bruce and he just puts her back in her place he's like stay in your lane i said get back in your hole like i'm like oh my god and then this was so unexpected. Branding him. Oh yeah. Yeah, I didn't see that coming either. Me too. Like this was a great ending. He'll be forever known as an Arkham now.
0: Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. And this catwoman just comes in. Oh, you're gonna have to pay me more. My fee? Triple
2: it. So do you find it shocking that unless I missed it, there was no no Joker reference?
3: Yeah, I mean, I just again, with all due respect to our fellow clowns in the room, you know, not every story for Batman needs to always be very Joker centric. You know, I think it's sometimes better when you give everybody their just due.
0: Well, and and then what you always got to remember is that the last page of this because they save the best for last.
3: It's true. But oh, my God, this again i just love this these stories when they just have these horror moments because look at this this is terrifying the melting face you know and then the suddenly you realize that like that's not flesh that's clay and then you're like oh shit no fucking way
0: yeah the surprise twist of clay face was really cool
3: oh my god yeah and then like rich like you said that he had multiple fingerprints underneath, so he—you really have no idea who this guy is. He's—he really is all the clay faces, you know. And, they, and I, I love that they went. He literally went through all of them. It was amazing. And then what you also love is that—that that there is no Jessica anymore. It's—it's one hundred percent Harvey. She's permanently two face, right?
0: Now, Drew, yeah. was Clayface made in the animated series, or was he in DC
3: before that? He was in DC before that, but was, they, okay. they 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 kinda. But the but the pot his popularity in the show helped me mm-hmm. bring him back. And okay. then, what's even great here is in this scene is that you don't realize that essentially you're foreshadowing the outsiders because you you have batgirl you have robin you have killer croc and then you have ragman who we see hinted at in the page before Mm -hmm. you know um again you're just taking it in such great directions but you're not giving it away it's just this will happen we just don't say when you know but you see this this is the but this is some of like The best foreshadowing of future events I've seen in a while. Haley's Circus. Everybody who knows Batman knows what Haley's Circus means. Barbara. Come on. You know, the Ragman one surprised me for a second. Then I was like, oh, shit. You know? I was like, wow, what a random. But, like, again, it's just so much better when you just, you see characters go in different directions and i think that's why i like elseworlds better is that you have more creative control to go in different places like look at this arkham asylum this is gorgeous like who wouldn't want to go here and be treated for multiple psychological trauma certifiable insane i was like i bet they have a day spa <laughs> you know uh, and
0: then of course rich go, leo is that's what you meant that's what you needed nah.
3: That's what I needed. <laughs> there you go. I mean, for me, the other favorite moment is that, like, you have the Toyman working for Joker, which to me felt kind of like a nod to Dark Knight Returns, because mm-hmm. remember in that book they're working together. Sure. So I was like, "Wow, this is." He got the little peace symbol that I loved. I was like, "Oh, what a fun touch." I, you know, honestly, for me, like, again, the law like, I, I like the differences here, you know, the longer hair, the kind of widow's peak going, mm-hmm. you know, instead of a knife, he's got what looks to be like a bloody, like, barbecue poker, kind
2: of. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah and his posture is very weird and menacing. Yeah, it was just, again... If they end the book here, I'm fine with it. But if there's more, obviously, I'm going to read it. Right. You know? Well, you, so. you
2: mentioned, you know, the Elseworlds books definitely given you, given the the writer the power to come up with with stories in, in their own telling. But also, you don't have all the baggage of the continuity, which I absolutely love. You know, it's just you can tell a good story and, and just it can be just like a one-off, you know, each of these books you could read just separately. Yeah, totally. It's just, they're very well written and just, you know, just one and done. Absolutely. Love it.
0: Yeah. But at the same time, they beautifully tie in together.
2: Yeah, exactly. Unlike, you know, and I told you guys, I'm trying to get through, uh, the rebirth, uh, series and uh that that's, that's it's a tough read i uh, are you talking about the tom king stuff tom king stuff i'm up to i'm issue jokes and riddle war i'm past that i'm i'm okay, issue i I issue 90 i think okay it grew on me but there were
3: certain stories in my opinion with tom king's run that were better than the others yeah you know like the super friends arc was my favorite because it was just fun yeah you know um, I think that once he stopped trying to be better than Scott Snyder and the Greg Bulos run, and he really started embracing his own stories, I felt like Batman got better for that.
2: Yeah. You know, um, yeah. It it, it um, definitely has a uh it has and pros and cons.
3: Yeah, like any uh, any series.
2: And I, I'm still trying to figure out the fact after so. The relationship happened with Catwoman, right? Yes. Okay. Because I remember people telling me, oh, it was just all a dream. And, no, uh, it's not it, a dream. No.
3: Leo wasn't a dream. There's no Inception. There's no, you know, was it St. Elsewhere? Is that what that is? You know, it was all a dream. <laughs> None of that. All right. Do you well, want to rate, uh, what are we rating this? Like four out of like five batarangs or are we still doing crowbars? we us stick with crowbars. Yeah. Okay.
2: All right. Uh, who wants to go first? Uh, yeah, go for it, Rich.
0: Um, so if we're gonna do the uh, the whole thing of all three books, I'm gonna give it a four point six five. Okay. Four
2: point six five for all three, all put
0: together. Despite despite me hating that huge point in the first book. Again, the the continuity, them tying everything together, the foreshadowing. Those guys make a great team. I, I can't deny it.
3: It's true. I'll agree to that. Um, all right. So I'll, I'll go. So uh, I'm going to go with four point, I would say 4.5, 4.75. Um, again, I, I really rarely will give a five because I think very few comics are perfect as is. Um, but I agree with Rich. Gary Frank and Jeff Johns make a wonderful team. They clearly trust each other, they give each other enough room to work um you know as a as an else world this is essentially what it is this really redefined the batman mythos in a clever way that allows it to go in its own route but still stay true to the character and as long as they keep putting them out i'm going to read them Nice.
2: okay well in vain with you guys 4.65 point Four point seven five. I'm gonna go four point five five. I mean, we're all right. roughly about the same. Yeah. It's uh yeah, just you know, I would totally recommend this to to anybody to read. Absolutely loved all three of them, mm-hmm. and uh you know, it, it's I'm glad I got into this late because I didn't have to wait the what ten years for volume three. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully, we don't have to wait another ten years for if they you know do more volume four. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, Leo. Hopefully. Okay, it's uh, we're gonna have to uh, read uh, uh, their um secret origin for Superman. We'll have Mm -hmm. to do that. Actually, I think it's on the list. Probably Uh, is. Yeah. What's
3: speaking of what's what's next for our our viewers at home? Well, let me pull
2: up our sheet in Google Drive. Okay. uh, I need to see if this is on uh, Comixology or not. Uh, Because I couldn't find this before. The Dead President's Arc of Deadpool. Oh, yes. Yeah. So if we can't find that. Yeah, yeah, I read that a a couple weeks back. Okay. Where'd you you find it? Was it Comixology? Uh, ReadAllComics.com,
0: where I get almost everything. Thank you.
2: Well, we'll we'll get a link then. Uh, the dead presidents of Ark of Deadpool, <laughs> and actually, after yes. that is after that is Superman's secret origin.
3: There you go. All right. All right. Awesome. Look uh, well, forward to it. well, gentlemen, thank you. This was a wonderful try review. Uh, you know, and we're definitely gonna have to schedule some time. Because I'm sorry if we decide we we we're gonna do. I think we should do the one more drink oh, after yeah. after especially after uh, sp- the new Spider-Man issues out. You know the big Mondo milestone one because seeing if they really do um, undo one more day. I was like,
2: congratulations! This doesn't matter. So let's get wasted about it. Awesome. Tell you what, uh, Rich, uh, keep us in the loop. Uh, and uh, yeah, let, let's get that going.
3: Let's hey, don't worry, kids. You're going to see all of us making responsibly wonderful, drunk decisions while reading comics on a Tuesday. Nice. <laughs> exactly. Uh,
2: okay. So, Drew, where do you like people interacting with you?
3: Um, usually online. I'm very friendly in person, but whatever. Um, Facebook. You can find me through my ghostbuster by 1984. I write for screen rant. So you can just look me up on screen rant and I do a lot of stuff. I'm occasionally on other shows here. I'm working a lot with Chris for the um, spectacular Spider-Man, the Sal Bishima podcast. Uh, We're on a project with him. Should be really cool. And um, I, I nerd, you I nerd prefer. hard. That you there do. You go. Thank
0: you
2: velvet joker
0: uh you can find me on facebook as rich davis um instagram velvet joker 2021 Uh, i'm working on no projects except being a total nerd uh trying to catch up on all the nerd tv that i can find and that's me
2: awesome uh and uh for me just google and you find a bunch of stuff could be true could be not i'm not gonna say which is which but more importantly follow these awesome people I run a little thing called the Dorkening Podcast Network, just about 40 shows on a network with a lot of awesome people doing a lot of awesome stuff. Links are in the show notes, so definitely give them a click and uh, follow us, and, uh, you know, yeah. we'll catch you guys later.
1: Bye. See you next Tuesday. See you. Peace out. Peace out.